Well, hey there, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Wednesdays in the Word, your midweek devotion intended to challenge and encourage you uh, to live a life worthy of the gospel. This week, we'll continue our journey through the Bible in 260 days, looking at those foundational passages of Scripture from Genesis all the way to the end in Revelation. This week, we continue our study by reading and finishing up the book of Numbers and then moving into Deuteronomy. The passage that we read at the end of this week is Deuteronomy 6 and Deuteronomy 7. Deuteronomy 6 is one of the most, if not the most, foundational passages of the Old Testament and possibly even the whole Bible. Moses says at the beginning of chapter 6 in Deuteronomy, This is the command, the statutes, the and ordinances the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you so that you may follow them in the land that you are to enter and possess. Now, in verses 4 through 9, he shares with them one of these commands. It's known as the Shema. It's considered to be the greatest of all the commandments. In verse 4, Moses says, Listen, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words that I am giving you today are to be on your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up, bind them as a sign on your head and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on your doorpost of your house and on the city gates. These verses sum up what obedience to God should look like. They are so important that Jesus himself referenced this passage of scripture when he was asked, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in Matthew 22? Here's how Jesus responds to that question in verses 37 to 39 of Matthew 22. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important command. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. The command to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This single command encompasses all the other commands that God has given. Think about it for a second. If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, then you will have a desire to worship him and him alone, and you won't have any idols. You, there, there won't be any other gods in your life because you'll know there are no other gods and your love for God will lead you to worship him and him alone. If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you will have a deep desire to listen to his teachings, to follow them and to do what it says because you will know that his commandments are really for our good as they bring him glory. And then the second one that Jesus says is love the Lord, love your neighbor as yourself. And now if you do this, you will be prone to not steal from others, not to murder, not to talk bad about people, not to harm anyone else. You won't break any of the other commandments. So truly, if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, then you are naturally going to love your neighbor as yourself because God loves people. God loves all people. And if we love God, we too will love our neighbors as well. This command was so important 
that Moses and God instructed the people to teach it to their children, to write it on the doorpost of their homes, to make signs, to meditate on it, meditate on it, memorize it, recite it, to think about it day and night. You know, God had chosen the Israelites to be his chosen people. And a and an appropriate loving response to that is to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. But you know, Jesus says this in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world in this way that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. It is because of God's grace that he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross for our sins, not just mine, not just yours, but for the sins of the whole world, so that everyone who believes in him would not perish, but they would have eternal life with the Father. For those of us who have put our faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, for those of us who have repented and have decided to follow him, we are God's chosen people. Like the ancient Israelites, we are simply recipients of his grace, and he expects the same wholehearted love and obedience from us. Not because we have to, but because we have a deep desire to obey him and to follow him. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Let that passage be on your lips day in and day out. May it penetrate deep into your soul and may it become a reality in your life as you strive to live that life worthy of the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Have a blessed rest of the week.